Pastor Chooks, along with his wife, Pastor Toyin, are the lead pastors of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Through them, God is raising an army of ordinary men and women who are transforming and uplifting the standard of life in their communities through understanding and applying biblical principles. Pastor Chooks and Pastor Toyin frequently host workshops, seminars and conferences for transformation and uplifting of the complete man, complete woman and wholesome families. Some of the events and programs include the Dream Achievers Seminars and Conferences, Kingdom Financiers Conferences, Marriage Enrichment Courses and Seminars, For Wives Only Seminars, Single Ladies Boot Camps, Limitless Men's Seminars. They are also the founders of the Power of Women Academy, a group mentorship for high-impact women. They also host the annual Power of Women Conferences and Events. For more information, please visit www.idelight.co.za and www.reslife.org.za or WhatsApp plus 27814210835. Good evening. Welcome. It's another Thursday evening and we're having the amazing Power of Women broadcast. My name is Tony Ugohe, Pastor Tony Ugohe, and with me is Pastor Chooks Ugohe. Pastor Chooks is the author of this book, The Amazing Power of Women, mm -hmm. which is the same title as the broadcast. Um, and we are here this evening to do a teaching on this book. Um, over to you, Pastor Chooks. Well, welcome, everybody. Um, we are excited to host another edition of uh, this broadcast. It happens every Thursday. Yeah. Um, this broadcast is an expression of the ministry that God has given to us to empower and equip and strengthen and mentor women. Yes. Um, we, we, we received that call from God many years ago and we've decided to step out on it. We wrote a book. Mm -hmm. um, the book. The book led to a conference and we, there's a conference, there's a mentorship program. Yes. There's, there's a whole lot that's going on mm -hmm. for women around the amazing power that God has given to women. We, 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 we believe there are mysteries in the word of God around who a woman is yes. and what God has called her to do and who she is in the world. Mm. The Bible said concerning Eve that she shall be called the mother mm. of all living. Not just the mother of humans, the mother of all living. So, so there's something about a woman that connects with the rest of creation. It's, it's really something. And many years ago, I, I discovered this, and I began to study it and began to probe it, you know, mm. to think of that the cycle of a woman's body works with the cycle of the moon around the sun. It's not a coincidence. Uh, there's a reason why God said Eve shall be the mother of all, all living. living. So, so there's power that a woman has. Mm. And... Um, we we real we have realized over time that when a woman doesn't know the power she has she is abused or she, or she abuses it mm -hmm. she is abused or she's a, she as uh, she abuses it uh, and every time you see a woman being abused every time you see a woman abusing herself the problem there is that the power that god gave her is not being utilized properly it is not being deployed you know the way that god wants it to be deployed Hence, she's either abusing herself or she's being abused. abused yeah. And we want to correct that. It, we want to correct that, teach, help women know who they are, what God has given them, 
and how to properly use it so that society benefits, benefit. she, she benefits, yeah. her, her world, family. her immediate family, her husband, her children, everybody benefits from her proper deployment of the powers that God yes. has given to her. So tonight, we are on again and we want to you know, share some mysteries from God's word regarding the power of women with you tonight. But before we go into the it's teaching, mm -hmm, last weekend was awesome. Yes. It's, it, it, see, we, we received that ministry from the Lord to minister to women. So, so we find expression to minister to single women in the single ladies boot camps. Yeah. Um, we've been doing that now for 10 years. Mm. Uh, we, we minister to women uh, who are married in our for wives seminars, for wives only. And, and last weekend, we had one of those for sessions. wives yeah. only sessions. And it was really, really wonderful. I was glad and delighted mm -hmm. for the things that the Holy Spirit brought through. Uh, every time I share those seminars, I'm amazed at the things that come through and the things that God does in the lives of the women that attend. So, wifey, would you tell, share with our audience tonight some of the things that we, we experienced by the Holy Ghost last weekend? amen amen it was an interesting and a powerful session um like he said um we have various expressions in just being able to teach the power of women and we had the for wives only session and it was quite an instructive it's interesting to be able to get the viewpoint of a man when it comes to things around men around uh, for for wives is important i mean it's interesting to get the viewpoint from a man's perspective so one of the things that um, really blessed me in last saturday's session was um when we were talking about how to deal with a stubborn man and we looked at how do we see the positive side of this of his stubbornness you know a lot of us complain he's too stubborn he doesn't agree to things he's dogged in his ways he doesn't want to change and we we see that as totally a negative thing but we were asked, we were taxed, we were actually challenged to also see the positive side of it. Because when we say he's stubborn, that same, that same um, place where the stubbornness, as it were, comes from, it's also the same place where you have him being able to be persistent, being able to be dogged, being able to hold, hold, hold the family together, even when things are really tough. He's able to, that same persistent um, attitude is the same way that also you, you can see it as being stubborn. So that ability to to have a firm grip, that ability to be resilient is the same thing. And we should see the positive side of the stubbornness, whereby we can always, as it were, look forward or as it were, pray for that part of him to really grow for that part. And not just the negative way, part where it seems like... So stubbornness is a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. And we should try and rather focus on the positive side of it. And we can appreciate the positive side of it. And the more we appreciate and, as it were, um, and praise the positive side of it, it comes out a bit more. You know, you know, no woman actually wants to marry a man who is weak. Oh, yes. Who is, you know, lily-livered. <laughs> you know, who cannot stand their ground on anything. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who, who is pushed over by true, adversity. True. You know, I, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where I saw, or... I think it was a video, one of these videos people share on WhatsApp, of this man who couldn't who couldn't take an injection oh yeah 
And you're like, what oh, yes, I, I remember that. What kind of man is that? And, and the wife was there. <laughs> and the wife was, was like trying to beg him, trying to, to, uh, to know, beg him. You know, that was actually no, very, man. very interesting. Uh, some know? men are a disgrace to <laughs> the Brothers Fellowship. And he was you. so, so, so afraid <laughs> of just an injection. Yes. Yeah. So, so, how are we supposed to encourage the children to be able to take the injections they need? Lily bad men. So, 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 so that's what we're saying, you know. A, a man needs to be able to hold his own. Amen. A man needs to be able to hold a vision and push it. Even when things are not working and, and he's been discouraged by life, he's been discouraged yes. by circumstances, he can, you know, through, hold yeah. and push. Mm. You know, set his face like a flint and go. Mm. That's stubbornness. Mm. That's actually the positive side of stubbornness. Mm. And so when you are saying, woman, woman is complaining, my husband is so stubborn. You don't want a man who is weak. You don't want a man who cannot hold out and and mm. and and at last ad, ad, adversity because it takes a certain level of stubbornness mm. to at last adversity mm. to to take a licking to take a tick uh, a beating and how does keep on ticking yeah to take a, a, take lick, a licking and keep, keep on, on ticking yeah. yeah to take a lick and keep on ticking <laughs> you know and we 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 really had a good time oh, yeah. last last saturday. saturday yeah it was on saturday evening yeah. um i wanted to ask if somebody wanted to get that that recording of what happened, oh yes uh, where would the they find it of um just finalizing the editing of this uh, of of last um, saturday um, saturday's session mm -hmm. it will be available on our um online store idelightshop.com um you can see the details online it will be available before the end of this okay by by this weekend we should have those recordings available for you to be able to go and purchase either as an mp3 or an mp4 you really will do yourself a huge favor to go and get this message and listen to it um as a married woman myself i've been married for like tw for 20 years actually you still realize that of course things... 20 solid years <laughs> what are we talking about yes yeah, so you realize you realize that um you realize that you need a lot of wisdom to be able to navigate to nav bible talks about a woman building a house a home and mm -hmm. it's that wisdom that we is made available at these sessions um and what we've decided is to have these sessions monthly we have actually four installments between now and the end of the year the mm -hmm. first one was what we had last um um, Saturday, Saturday yeah, and it continues monthly for the rest of the year. Um, we have one in September coming up soon. Oh, those are the, okay. That's that's the flyer, and those are the dates. The last week's one was um, August 29th, last Saturday. The next one you can see on the screen is September 26th. We have another one in October, another one in November. The details for registration, because you can register for them now, is at bitly um, bit.ly slash fw. 2020 that's for wives 2020 all the sessions you can go and register so now bit.ly slash forward slash or backward slash forward slash forward slash fw2020 all right that's where you can go and register for the sessions they really are empowering because sometimes you don't know what i mean i was i was another um, point where he was talking about don't lump things together when you want to discuss things with your spouse try and deal with issues as they are don't lump everything and one of the ladies was just talking about oh i realize that's actually my problem i read and it, and it seems that the man tunes off so we were hearing it from a perspective or from from the scriptures but also from a man's perspective which was very very great because you could understand but sometimes we meet as women and we try and figure out how does a man think i'm i'm sorry 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 i'm <laughs> i'm carried away 
I'm just looking at how beautiful this woman yes, is. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. I'm I'm carried away, sorry. <laughs> okay, come back here, come back here. We are on the broadcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so it was really very um instructive. I I really was blessed. I all each each woman I mean and we had people from as 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 um as recently married people and people who have been people who are about to get married people who have recently gotten married a year. We have people who have been married for 20 years, myself. Somebody else had been married for like 25 years. Different periods of, of, um, of our married lives. Mm -hmm. But it was very, very instructive. Different things spoke to different people. But everyone that came through felt, or oh, had received wisdom keys that I can go back and implement in my home and make my marriage better. Mm -hmm. You are not talking necessarily about your marriage being bad. No. But every wisdom key that you can have to at least add to it and make things a lot better for each one. Because sometimes you forget some of those things. Things happen and you just forget those tools that maybe you were taught at premarital counseling or you were taught at marriage seminars. But these are you are being reminded of these tools again. And they are vital. They are useful for us to be able to grow. Well, um, you've heard it. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, I, I just want to use this opportunity to appreciate you. Thank you for marrying me. You know, um, no. every time I think about it, it's twenty years. Twenty um, years. Two months ago, right in June. Yes, in June. And um, to just you know walk a journey for mm. twenty-two years. Mm, yes. It's actually not twenty years. Twenty years married. Twenty-two, 22 years, years and yeah. you know, and um, I'm just blessed. Amen. I'm, I'm just, also very blessed. I'm just blessed. All right. Well, let's let's, let's get on with the show yeah, tonight. So All more right. about the exciting things that happened at the conference. Have a look. So, I, I want to address something else tonight. What is God doing in your life while this man is recalcitrant? While this man is stubborn? While this man is misaligned with the word, what is God doing in your life? Now, God say, the word says all things work together for your good. Is God just enjoying your crying, enjoying the pain you are going through, the heartache you are going through? Is God enjoying it? No, God is not enjoying it. So what is God doing? Somebody may be in a lot of pain and you're saying, you know, when is he going to come through? When is this going to end? Well, hear what I, I, I hear from the Spirit of God. God is working on your life. God is not behind the stubbornness of your husband, the misalignment of, of your man, this behavior and all the things he's doing. God is not the one behind it. His disobedience is as a result of his own will to disobey the word of God. His own will to be misaligned with the agenda of heaven. That's him. But in the midst of it, God is working something. God is able to take that which is broken and work something good out of it. God is able to bring out beauty from ashes. Hallelujah. God is able to bring forth beauty from ashes. So, so I want you to know that the spirit of God is bringing forth beauty in you out of the ashes. Out of the ashes of your pain and the disappointment and the hurt, God is bringing forth beauty. And I want to encourage you, woman of God, today, God is bringing out beauty out of the ashes in your life.
Ah, all right. Well, welcome back. Let's do the book tonight. Uh, all right, I'm going to be sharing from my book, um, The Amazing Power of Women. Um, it's the first book I wrote and published. Okay. Uh, I want to share from chapter four. Y you know, it's my recommendation that every woman on the planet needs to read this book. Um, every woman in, on the planet needs to read this book. If you would like to get a copy, go to our online shop and order a copy and we'll send a copy to you. All right. I want to share from chapter four of this book, um, Managing Her Power. Managing Her Power. Um, you, ha you are given power by God. The power needs to be managed. Let me read one scripture for you. He says in Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1, The wise woman builds her house. The wise woman builds her house. A woman who has wisdom. She is able to uh, use that wisdom to engage her ability and it results in building. Her house could speak of her life. Her house could speak of her career. Her life could speak of her marriage. Her house could speak of her home. A wise woman builds her house. So it takes some measure of wisdom for a woman to be able to use her powers to build. So if she doesn't have that wisdom, look at the next part of the verse. But the foolish... <laughs> The foolish woman pulls it down with her hands. So, so a, when a woman is foolish, what does it mean to be foolish? To be foolish means to be bereft of wisdom. To be bankrupt of wisdom is foolish. It says a foolish woman pulls it down with her hands. So the same hands that she could have used to build it, the same hands become destructive and pulls it down. So, what makes her hand competent to build and what makes her hand incompetent to build it ends up becoming a pulling down a tool. Wisdom. When she has wisdom, her hands can build. When she doesn't have wisdom, the same hands can pull down. So, so what it says is that every woman needs to seek that wisdom that helps her to deploy what God has given to her because her hands speak of her power. Her hands speak of the endowments of God. She was born with hands. So, so her hands speak of the things that God gave her and she came to the planet with. So the Bible says, a wise woman will engage her hands and build. <coughs> a foolish woman will engage her hands and pull down. Many women have pulled down the plan of God for their lives. Many women have pulled down the men that they were sent to help uh, as helpers. You know, the Bible said that Eve was a helper to the man. They, they, were so, they were sent to help the man, but they ended up pulling herself down and pulling the man down with. Because they didn't know how to use their hands properly. They lacked wisdom. And whenever there is a pulling down, 
people are hurt, people are in pain, people, I mean, destroying things is expensive. It's really expensive. Because you, she pulls down with her hands. Things that have been built goes to waste. Many years of investing goes to waste because her hands are not trained. So, so she needs to learn how to manage her hands. That's what I came to share today. To how to manage her powers, how to manage her endowments by God so that she doesn't end up being registered as a foolish woman. You are not a foolish woman. You will never be foolish in the name of Jesus. So, so I want you to listen. You need the wisdom that I'm about to share. Uh, that wisdom will help you manage what God has given to you so that you will use it to build, to build your house, to build your career, to build your legacy, to build your home, to build your children, to build your husband, and to build the dream that God has given to both of you. You are a builder. But you need wisdom to be able to build properly. You know, if you don't know it, you, the enemy will make you tear down. You know, the Bible tells us in John chapter 10, he said they came to, the thief came to steal, to kill, and to what? To destroy. To destroy. To destroy. That's pulling down. So when a woman doesn't know her power uh, and, and have the wisdom to engage it to build, she becomes available and vulnerable to the enemy. She becomes a partner of the devil. That's, that's it. She becomes a partner of the devil. Uh, and the devil is looking for a lot of partnership on the earth. He's looking for women to partner with. Because a woman is so powerful. Ah, a woman, woman is so powerful. That's what happened in the garden. The, the enemy went into the garden and deceived Eve. And, and partnered with her. To bring destruction to her own life and to the life of her husband, Adam. And they both fell and they both lost the garden and they both lost their place in the program of God and so on and so forth. Horrible things happened. And what happened there? The enemy hijacked the power that God gave to the woman because the woman didn't know how to manage her powers. Okay? And, 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 and you know, bad things started happening. So, let me teach you how to manage your powers. I'm, I'm going to share... Um, hopefully my time will allow me to share about four or five of the you know the the strategies and the keys to managing your power now the first thing i want you to bring to the fore today is women is voice activated women is voice activated you know you can have a voice activated alarm when the alarm goes off and you don't want to wake up you can say shut up and the alarm will stop because it's voice activated. There are alarms like that. There are cell phones, you know, voice activated. When you speak, the phone opens up. Call uh, Joseph. And then he will call Joseph. You know, voice activated. Woman is like that. She is voice activated. Now, now look at the beginning in, in the book of Genesis. When Adam was put to sleep by God, the Bible says that God opened the side of his rib and took out a rib bone and built woman and when the woman was built because the word in hebrew is built you know some version of the bible say and made woman it actually is built she she was built her body was built and she was given a physical expression in the earth now now when god finished building her did you notice that god didn't speak to her first god didn't speak to her the first voice that eve heard were the voice of adam 
What did Adam say? Now, this is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. Those were the first words that she heard. Those words fermented her. Those words configured her soul. You are the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. And you shall be called woman, for you are taken out of man. Those were the words she heard. And that formatted her. Isn't it interesting that when God built her, God was the one who built, but God did not speak to her. God did not speak to her. God just guided her and led her and brought her to Adam so that Adam can speak to her. So the first voice that woman heard was the voice of her husband. Not the voice of God, the voice of her husband. And there's a reason why God allowed it that way. Uh, because he, he, know, he knows that he built woman to be voice activated and she must listen to the voice of her husband. She, she needs to listen. This is, you know, managing that power of being voice activated. If you, if you, um, if you things that I want to, you know, you know, bring out tonight. Number one, the woman needs to be careful who she is listening to. Because if she hears from a wrong source, she will be activated wrongly. If she's listening to the enemy, she will act like the enemy. Kai, this is a callable. That's the truth. If she listens to the enemy, she will act like the enemy because she's voice activated. She, she functions according to the voice that she's listening to. So, every woman needs to learn how to guard their heart so they can manage that power. Because she can do so many things, you know, by the voice that she heard. When God spoke to her, uh, 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 spoke to Adam. He gave him instructions about, you know, how to live in the garden and how to govern the earth. Eat this one, don't eat this one, and so on and so forth. And and Adam obviously did not transmit all that information carefully and accurately to Eve. And because she's voice activated, what she heard was how much she knew. And that's what was activated, and that's what functioned. And you know, it's a dangerous thing to have to have partial knowledge. You're a very dangerous person. Imagine, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, being being admitted into the hospital and being taken to the theater for a surgery to be done by a second year student at, at medical student, you know, or third year medical student. He doesn't know enough to operate on you, you know, if you. If you are awake, you need to get up and, and just leave because they're about to kill you. You know, so, so Eve didn't know so much because they didn't pass on the right, the fullest information to her. Now, now that voice activation configured her. It made her bone of his bones. Remember that when Adam said this thing, Adam was still... Uh, innocent, he, he hadn't seen, he was still in dominion, he was still in control of the earth. So, what he said at that point was what God wanted him to say because he was the image of God. So, he declared her strength of his strength. That's bone. Bone is the strongest part of you. Strength of my strength. Flesh of my flesh means weakness of my weaknesses. That same person, one woman, was strength of his strength and weaknesses of his weaknesses. So, so, a woman who doesn't know how to manage that, that function in her to be voice activated, the enemy will use the weakness part of her 
which is the weakness of the man, to derail both of them. You know, that's why it was dangerous for Eve to start that conversation with the serpent. If she knew, I told you that the, the tragedy of the first family came as a result of the misuse of the power of women. If she knew that she was voice activated, why would she even start listening to the devil, to the serpent, and having a conversation with the serpent? How would she do that? Because she didn't know her powers, she allowed herself to start a conversation with the enemy. Of course, the enemy activated her wrongly. The enemy told her to do what God said they must not do. The enemy told her to disobey God and eat. The enemy told, man, the enemy was really bad. Because not only, you know, eat the fruit, eat it first. Eat it first, meaning, you know, she was out of line, she was out of order, she was, she was, um, 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 taking on leadership. God didn't give her leadership. But because she was voice activated, when the enemy said, take it and eat it, she was almost helpless. Because like a, you know, like a voice activated, you know, robot. She quickly went and took it and ate. This is, this was where the problem started. She didn't know this power that God gave to her, that she's voice activated. If she knew that she was voice activated, she wouldn't have started that conversation in the first place with the, with the devil. When she saw the enemy in the garden, she was just, you know, chased the enemy away and not start a conversation. Uh, you know, many women are ruined because of the conversation they're having with the enemy deep inside of their heart. They don't know that the enemy is speaking to them. Or maybe they don't have enough maturity to be able to stop the voice. So what ends up happening? The enemy tutors them and keeps talking to them and then they get home and they explode because they are voice activated. So, if you are voice activated, then you must watch what you hear. You must watch what you listen to. Who are you listening to? What are you listening to? Those are two vital questions that you need to ask yourself. Who are you listening to? And what are you listening to? Deep in your heart, who are you listening to? Who is talking to you? Who is telling you to go for that divorce? Who is telling you to, to shout back at him? Who is, who is that voice? Who is you must listen you must be careful who you are listening to and what you are listening to when when the serpent said to her eh, you shall not surely die that was the point where she should know she should know that this serpent has crossed the line how are you saying that god is a liar how are you suggesting that god is not good how are you suggesting that god had ulterior motives that's where she should have known but because she's voice activated, the rest, you know, didn't matter. She got activated the wrong way and here we are. The man came and ate the fruit and, you know, everything scattered. So, as a woman, please be careful who you listen to and what you are listening to. Amen. Be careful who you are listening to and what you are listening to. What you listen to is so powerful. This is why, you know, to use this, this um, um, characteristic or the power, this power of women to, to use it wisely, you must be careful what church you go to, what teaching you sit under. You must be careful. If you keep listening to the wrong things, you'll be activated the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what she hears impacts how she feels. What she hears impacts how she feels. And how she feels controls her decision making. Women are, are emotional beings, meaning they're emotional, 
they are more sensitive, their emotions are more sensitive. So, so when she hears the wrong things, she feels the wrong things. And when she feels the wrong things, she makes the wrong decisions. Her images and her emotions are activated by words. So a woman can be set on fire or completely deflated by what she's hearing. By the words that are entering into her mind, whether the words are jumping out from the page of a book or they're coming from a radio or they're coming from a phone call or they're coming from a one-on-one -on -one talk, it doesn't matter. She must be careful what words enter into her mind. Her power is released or activated by words. This is the reason why it, it, it was extremely dangerous to get into an innocent conversation with the devil through the serpent in the garden. Words activate the woman. And Eve did not manage that power very well. She ended up being activated the wrong way. And she, you know, brought a lot of pain. Well, it wasn't actually her fault that Adam ate the fruit. She offered it, but Adam could have said no. Adam could have said no. If Adam was not deceived, the Bible said Adam made a decision to eat the fruit that God said they should not eat. And Adam fell. Okay. So, so what you listen to impacts the, on the outcome of your life. So when the Bible says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her by cleansing her by the washing of water with the word. With the word. Even the bride of Christ, the church, is voice activated. The, the father is still speaking till tomorrow. He's still speaking to as many people as uh, are listening and hearing. God is still speaking. The church is the bride of Christ and his voice activated. So God will keep speaking. And the same thing I'm saying to you tonight that you are watching, you need to pay attention and hear the right things. Amen. All right. So, so the, 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 the husband is supposed to um, wash the soul of his wife with words. He's supposed to wash the soul of his wife with words. You know, why? Because she is voice activated. So, so a, a, a husband who is doing his job constantly speaks to his wife and speaks positive things and speaks empowering things because she is voice activated. All right. When the Bible talks about the washing of the water by the word, it's the word of God that washes us. Washes us, uh, cleanses us from, from all unrighteousness, from all filthiness and so on and so forth. The word. And that's why Apostle Paul said uh, uh, to, to concerning the church that they are nourished by the word. Okay, because the bride of Christ, which is us, we are voice activated also. All right. You know, let me, let me tell you something that went down the moment Adam saw this woman, remember that Eve has been in existence, but he didn't have a physical uh, expression. The moment Adam saw this beautiful creature working, he said, whoa, this is the bone of my bones, and this is the first of my flesh. Do you know that declaration from Adam that day was the beginning of trouble? Why? 
Because the devil heard it. The serpent heard those words. So this is the weakness of this man's weakness. And the same person is the strength of this man's strength. Ah. So, what happened? The enemy plotted his, his um, assault by going through the woman. <laughs> because he heard, she is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. So she, you know, she, she, the enemy, uh, that devil is a liar. All right, let me, let me give you another one. Um, my time is really going. Let me give you another one. Woman is a stimulator. Woman is a stimulator. God designed woman and gave her the power to stimulate. That's why seed does not come out from a man except under the influence, under normal circumstances, not clinical conditions, under normal circumstances. Seed does not come out from the man without some stimulation from the woman. What that means is that everything about the woman stimulates. So, why would you not look after yourself and cover? Because everything about you stimulates. And the Bible has a name for a woman who stimulates men outside of covenant. The Bible has a name. The Bible calls her a seductress. The Bible calls her a seductress. A seductress is a woman who stimulates men outside of covenant. And the Bible has a lot to say about the seductress. You don't want to be that seductress. So, so, so you, you want to learn how to manage this particular power that God has given to the woman. The power to stimulate. Everything you wear, you must be careful. You must look at yourself in the mirror. You must, you must you know, make sure that you're not wearing revealing things. You're not wearing things that entice uh, because you are a stimulator. And you can't be the reason why many brothers are falling. No, you can't. You can't. This is why you must take, take hold of this power that God has given to you and manage it well. Your power to stimulate. A godly woman must therefore necessarily guard visual and physical access to certain areas of her body in order to use her power most wisely. Her powers are given to her to stimulate the husband. And not, that's, that's all. That's the only person. A, a, when you go into public um, um, stimulation of everybody that passes you in the course of the day, something is wrong with that. Something is very, very wrong with that. And God does not, you know, uh, clap and applaud for it. No, he doesn't. All right. Okay, let's, um, let me give you the third one for tonight and I think I'm going to stop there. The power of the womb. The power of the womb. The womb of a woman is so powerful. Uh, let me tell you something about the womb. When Jesus left heaven to be born as a man on earth, God could bypass the loins of a man but God couldn't bypass the womb of a woman. The womb of a woman is so powerful. It's so powerful that every woman must learn how to guard and how to protect that womb. Unauthorized access into that place is a crime. 
You know, forceful access is a crime in everywhere in the world. It's a big crime. So, so what that tells us is that womb must be protected, must be preserved, and the purposes of God can be hatched through that womb. Don't, don't um, abuse that womb. Don't allow unnecessary, unauthorized things to come in there. No, that's not the will of God. All right. The womb stands for that spiritual component. So when I'm speaking of the womb, I'm talking about both the natural womb and the spiritual womb. You see, when God made man, he said, be fruitful. Be fruitful. But there's no fruitfulness without the womb. All fruitfulness proceed from the womb. So when God said, be fruitful, <coughs> he conferred necessity on the womb of the woman because you know the man and then the man with a womb so so what makes woman woman is that she is a man with a womb so god gave her a womb for the purpose of fruitfulness for the purpose of multiplying for the purpose of filling the earth she got that womb so that womb um, is spiritual first and it's it's natural a woman must guard the doorway of her spiritual womb so that she doesn't conceive the wrong things. She must guard the, the doorway of her natural womb so that she doesn't conceive um, um, outside of the will of God. There are many people who are conceiving outside of the will of God. The will of God is marriage. So, so if you're going to conceive, you're supposed to conceive in marriage, not outside of marriage. If you're conceiving outside of marriage, you are not doing yourself any favor. You're not doing yourself any good because you are um, just outside of God's plan and God's will. All right. This, this um, power of the womb, uh, I don't have the time to, to really go deep on it tonight. But the womb of the woman... It's the woman's responsibility to guard the gate of her heart and to guard the gate of her body uh, with regards to the womb. She has to guard it. If she doesn't guard it, the enemy will hijack it and birth things that she doesn't want to be part of birthing. So, so my time is up and I'm going to stop there. I hope you got one or two things from the book, The Amazing Power of Woman. If you if you would like to get a copy, go to our, our online shop, Idelight Shop, and then make an order, and um, we will we will you know process your order and we will ship the book to you. It's important that you get a copy of this book and read it from cover to cover. All right, thank you so much for hanging with me tonight. We trust God that you've been blessed. Thank you for supporting Chooks Obina Ugoye Ministries. For further ministries and inquiries, please feel free to contact us via email at pastor at reslife.org.za. That's P-A-S-T-O-R at R-E-S-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G dot Z-A.